This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Welcome to the Doggist Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to dog parents, the topics, events, and personalities that are impacting their lives every day. My name is Jason Arias, co-founder of Forever USA, the dog photography experience for you and the dog who stole your heart. And with me as always is my fabulous co-host, Miss Sylvia West, a certified pet expert. Am I ever going to get this right? Did I get that one right? No. No. Mm-mm. I'm going to have to like physically write this down because it was one way for a while. You have to while. physically write this down. Okay. I'm going to write it down. Yeah. I mean, it's just certified professional dog trainer. Oh, so it's important. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you, you have this vast knowledge of so many things. That's where the pet expert comes in. Right. Same. And it's certified. But I'm not a certified pet expert. Well, I, don't know. I, I think I don't you know are. If there's a certification. I'm going to give you the certification. <laughs> <laughs> With your certification to yeah. certify things. Yes. Okay. This is getting silly. Okay. Oh my goodness. So, so we're meeting with, a, about the with, with the owner of a brand called Maxine Avenue today. She designs all of this amazing stuff for not just people, but for their fur kids, their dogs and Frenchies into in particular. Her let's, name's Janelle. let's be specific. Couture. Couture no. dog fashion. See, this is where this is so much up your line of, of, of lingo. You're way better is at this. It? Like I would have you know, never I mean, used the word couture. Listen, let's just But get you're right. You're 100% now. right. Okay. If you're only listening, please do yourself a favor. Check out a video on either our Facebook or on the YouTube because you have to see Maxine's fabulous coat. Yes. Um, but let's get into this conversation because it, it was fun. It was a good one. Let's do it. Well, welcome to the show, Janelle. How are you today? Great. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. When I was looking at all of your stuff online, I knew that... Uh, this would be like a great topic and people would love to hear about this. Good, good. Awesome. Thanks for having us. So everything that we do is a little bit just kind of open conversation, nothing um, in particular. We're excited to learn about your brand and and kind of what took you on the direction of, of uh, designing high fashion for the for the pooches. Um, oh, okay, sure. Well, well, it was really fun how it all started. Um, I was creating couture gowns for um, women and children for the runway. And then I had gotten Maxine and I couldn't find any clothing that fit her. So I decided, why don't I throw her as a mini me concept into the runway shows? So that's kind of like how it all started was with Maxine not being able to find clothing and then having this like inspirational idea of like this mini me concept, like, you know, like this beautiful girl or beautiful woman matching her dog. Okay. So, so back up for me for just a little bit. So like, um, how long have you been doing fashion design and things like that for women and kids? Um, I've been in the business, let's see, for women and kids. Well, see, I've done other things too. I had before this, I had a previous clothing line called Ronja. I did dresses for runway and red carpet, wedding gowns. So 23 years total with my own company. And then over those years, you realized that you wanted to get Maxine kind of involved with this, but there wasn't the, the clothing, 
um, not enough available or the well the now hold on are, yeah, she yeah. used a very specific wording she said Maxine didn't have anything to wear <laughs> spoken <laughs> like a true dog mom like one day she just looked down at Maxine and Maxine was like no mm -mm. <laughs> That's like Bitch, this is not the thing like we need something better <laughs> yes no you're right okay sorry let me back up Maxine is a French bulldog so as you know body style curvy they're not thin pups. <laughs> <laughs> so Maxine needed to design a doggy body positive clothing line for all of the broad chested bullies of the world. Yes. You I love it. this. I love yeah, it. It's like there, it's the same thing with women apparel. I'm doing the same thing. There's nothing for the curvy woman. So I design active wear for curvy women as well. It's the same thing with the dog. I couldn't find anything. And I was buying all this clothing and I was like spending money to fix it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, why are you doing this? And then I was like, wait a minute, I have some fabrics that can work that are in my factory. I was like, let's try it. So I just threw it on the machine and it worked. And I started making things for her to wear around New York City, like in the parks. And then people started stopping me and then it became like a business. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. So are you like dedicated dog mom. So is that, so is that something that's kind of taken over more for you? Is it about equal or are you like, it's, it's funny with COVID, I haven't been able to get into my factory design, you know, I mean, it was really hard with the social distancing in New York city and reduction of humans and, you know, a space. So yeah, during COVID it blew up. I don't, I, I don't even know what's going on. It got like crazy. Right. I mean, it was just like insane. The dog line took over. Yes, it did. Oh. Yeah. And then I still do the Finari line, but with Finari, I decided to go even like more luxury, like higher end. So I'm actually going even like in a higher price point and that's working for me in the Finari world. Um, people want luxury. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> so yes, for their, for themselves and their pooches. So, okay. So here's a question I have now is everything that you design just for Maxine is it like couture one of a kind? Like, oh, does no, she no. have her own closet or is she shopping for Maxine Avenue? No, 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 no. When I started, it was just for Frenchies. So it was quite okay. easy. Um, I had a very big Frenchie following. So that was easy for me. But no, I ended up meeting other dogs like in the dog community and parks and finding lots of friends that were looking for fashionable clothing as well. So no, now it's for every, every breed, every small breed. And I just started literally last week for large breeds. So I did my first 55 pound dog last week. <laughs> so I'm really excited. We're expanding to large sizes. So are these custom or like you make so many of one outfit? Oh no, what we do is we cut limited edition. So okay. every season we have like a run for extra small, small, medium, large, extra large, one X and now two X. So now we're going to have limited edition runs on the items that you see. And then like, once they're gone, they're gone. Like that's it. I move on to the new fabric and new design. I love how she's all, I just, I move on. It's, it's over. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what it is? My clients don't, they want something new and fresh, right? Like I have right. to keep up with man. I'll be honest with you. This has been insane. Like it's almost become like fast fashion for dogs. Like, you have to be able to like move on to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, you know? So it's getting intense. <laughs> so have you ever had a fashion show just for the dogs, like catwalk, the whole thing? 
I did actually right before COVID. We actually did our first fashion show, 100% um, women and men and kids. And we had each model paired up with a dog. So I love yeah, that. That was our first show, but it's like, you know, that was right literally days before the shutdown. It was so bizarre. <laughs> and like, we did it though. We, we did it and we rocked it and it was awesome. And I can't wait to do another one. I'm still like figuring out what I'm doing for this year um, and where I'm going to go with it. But hopefully soon I'll have an answer. <laughs> I'm putting together plans right now to do like a fashion show. Um, hopefully very, very soon. Awesome. Okay. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and okay. uh, we'll be right back. Awesome. Okay, so um, correct me if I'm wrong. You mentioned like a mini me line. So when you're designing stuff for the for the fur kids, are they kind of like a direct match? Are they complementary? Like what is like, am I understanding it right? That somebody could come in and buy something that they want to wear and then they buy something that's going to match for their fur kid as well. Right. Absolutely. So we actually have the clothing line, which is Fenari New York, which I'm using, you know, beautiful materials for men, women, or children. And then there's an inspirational piece that is matching to the fur baby. So you can either purchase the one for the fur baby or the one for you, you know, like we have it for both now is available and it is a direct match. Yes. It's definitely matching. So, so does, ma <laughs> so do you have the matching? Some people don't, but I mean, do, do you have the matching version of what Maxine's wearing right now? What's that? Do you have the matching version of what Maxine's wearing right now? Um, this one, I actually haven't made the hot pink, but I have the baby pink available because this this sweater, the diva sweater comes in two colors. It comes in light pink and hot pink. Okay. I have the hot there you pink. Go, Sylvia. And but the, the hot the hot pink is going to be coming soon, right? Yes. <laughs> OK, I just need like a phone call as soon as it's out. Just like DM be like, it's here because I'm going to buy maybe more than one and my friends may want one i don't know um yeah, it's just for me it. i will have multiples in my closet that's it would be that's the reality yeah, um, that's exciting yes oh my goodness so how so how old is maxine now is she she is gonna be seven this year it goes so quickly i can't believe it i mean it's unbelievable right it's just time flies and you've been designing clothes for her, her whole life, or how old was she when you were like, we need to upgrade you? Uh, <laughs> I think it, yeah, it was definitely in year one. Um, that's when it all began because I couldn't find anything that fit her. I couldn't find, um, yeah, like clothing that would work for her body shape. And then I decided, okay, now it's time. We have to do something to help her out. You know what it is with Frenchies? They're very sensitive to the cold and the heat. So yes. she would walk in the city when it was very cold so like it all started with a jacket actually it was very cold and I needed to have something that would make her walk so when I put the jacket on she immediately went outside and I was like perfect you know this is this is awesome what are some of the difficulties like or is it is it easier to design for the dogs or is it easier to design for people wow good, good question, question. <laughs> okay it depends on what I'm making if I'm making bridal gowns I will say that was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life right? For, for humans. Um, because when a bride is nervous, they either gain weight or lose weight. 
So you had to end up changing the dress like right before the wedding. So that was very intense. And then for dogs, it's actually been quite, you know, it's very challenging. Actually, I had to test everything. So with each design, we actually test on six different dogs and we have them wear it and, you know, make sure it's working. And then we launch the line. Wow. And how many yeah. lines, how many lines do you think you've done so far? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I've lost track. Um, well, because the demand is so crazy, right? Like the second I sell through one collection, I'm already on to the next one. And how many pieces like in a collection typically? Um, anywhere from, wow, it ranges 10 to 25. Okay. So 10 to 25 yeah. pieces. And you've been doing this for five or six years now for Maxine? Yes. Yes. And how many come out per year, do you think? Um, well, we usually launch like twice a year, but now it's been getting like crazier. So I've been doing like four collections a year. Wow. And wow. Have, have you had a favorite one so far? Like, is there one that you, you think back to and you're like, that one is just my gem. Like, I, I love that one. You know, I have to say my first collection. I know yeah. that's crazy, right? But they always say like your first idea is the best idea. When I first started, I did like very streetwear, very edgy, like very like New York City, like leathers, vegan leather and, you know, like fun, like waterproof jackets and things that were edgy. And I feel like that's always been the brand, right? Like I continue with that same look. It's never going to go away. You know, that very like tough, you know, New York City vibe, like and it looks so cool, you know, when you see the dog coming down the street with the fur <laughs> and the leather. I think that was kind of like where we all we began with the brand. I love that. I love that you just described dog clothing as edgy. Um, <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing, like here on the Doggish Podcast, we really want to, you know, encourage and you know, just fluff this idea of the human animal bond and dogs as our kids. And I think that the fact that you just like as a dog mom, we're like, I'm a fashion designer. Nothing fits your body properly. We're going to fix this. And I've now like gone on to create these like extremely unique and couture fashion experiences for dogs and their owners it's just, I think it just shows exactly how far we've come with our relationships with our dogs. You know, I'm sure you can attest, you've been doing this for seven years now, yeah? Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between like when you started and there was like one or two people going like that was cool, but like, were your friends like, why are you designing clothing for dogs? This is crazy. Yeah, they literally <laughs> were like, you and your doll clan, you know, because it all started with my <laughs> clan, right? This is what and I mean. Like, oh, am I allowed to come to the birthday party? Like, I <laughs> have a Frenchie and I'm like you know come on stop that you know and it, mm. it became like the Frenchies especially are we're like a clan I'm not gonna lie like Frenchies are a little cuckoo so we we're obsessed with our dogs like Maxine's I face she's like <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny no but it's funny right but now it's like no, it's evolved. I agree with you. It's evolved completely. I think people are really embracing it now. And now they're allowing dogs more into places. Before, when I started, we weren't allowed to go anywhere. Now mm. there's tons of dog restaurants, dog bars, dog cafes. This is the future, right? I mean, they're even allowing them in hotel rooms. I just got an email last week. And they're like explaining to me all the hotels that are allowing dogs now, which like made my year, you know, because now I want to travel. And um, I'm ready to go with Maxine. <laughs> Amazing. So, I mean, if you were to, in your own words, kind of explain 
what you've seen in terms of like how we are evolving with our fur babes and how they really are becoming family? Like, how would you describe that just based on like the purchasing trends of your company? Um, you mean like, you mean the growth? I think more people during COVID, they said have gotten dogs, you know, have adopted dogs at any time in the world. I mean, they said that all of the shelters are empty right now, mm-hmm. which makes me so happy that people are adopting these pets that need that, you know? So I feel like almost every person I know now has a dog and I feel like we've inspired them like through the love that I've had with Maxine. I don't have kids, you know, this is my child. And I have another fur baby as well that I adopted a year ago. So I think like it has grown remarkably and it just makes me so happy that like people are embracing like their dogs as like, as like as as much as their children, you know, or even more. (laughs) More so sometimes. Yeah. Give so much love to your life. You know, it's an amazing addition to the family. So, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen a huge growth. I've seen it become more important everywhere. Like I was telling you, I'm seeing people allowing you in to like, I've never seen people like bring their dogs to like a dining experience. And now I go out and I see tons of people with their dogs at the table now. So I think that's really awesome that New York is like allowing the pets, you know, to have rights. (laughs) Yeah. Just, I think just normalizing the idea that like they are family members and like for some of us, they're all the family we want or need, you know, and I don't think that there's, I think that that used to be a little bit more taboo. Like if you were going to spend X number of dollars on a couture piece of fashion for your dog, you'd be like the crazy lady in the room. But now it's like, yeah, you better buy that furry coat and one for yourself too. You know, it's, it's much more, um, it's much more accepted, I think, and celebrated to our relationship with our dog. So speaking of like, what are we, uh, what, what is a typical piece for Maxine cost? Like if I wanted to get that for, I've got a pug named Max. So maybe, maybe if there was a black version. <laughs> oh, Max and Maxine. No. <laughs> Maxine doesn't have a boyfriend, you know. She's are <laughs> a long distance. That's the way to be. Then she can, you know, <laughs> right? sow her oats. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry. No, the pricing goes anywhere from 29 for like a hoodie up to like this one is 99 because it's fur and it's sure. fabulous. Um, and it's fabulous. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. $30 for the piece, $70 for the fabulous. Yes. I love yeah. that. Like, that's the justification. Like this one costs this because it's fabulous. Period. <laughs> well, and the no, limited run piece. I would shop that. You're not going to see this on every dog, right? And you know what I mean? Pet owner wants to rock out this fur, right? So that's why we do offer like the basic hoodie, you know, as like the entry to the collection. And then you start to get like a little more excited. And then you start trying like more fashion pieces as you like grow with the brand, you know? So, so do you sure. have some like standard pieces that you just always have? So there's like the limited run, but then you, like you mentioned the hoodie, is the hoodie something that you kind of always have around? Yes. hundred yeah. percent. That's another item I started with, with a basic hoodie and never stop with that one. We just keep utilizing the same hoodie and just new materials, new colors, new patterns, um, with every season. So that's something we'll always have on the collection. 
I think Max needs like a 1980s tank top to be rolling around in the summer. That's what I think. Like the mesh. I'm disagreeing with anything that you're saying. (laughs) However, I am going to pause us right here for a break and just let our listeners soak in the idea of Max in a neon mesh tank top. Yes. We'll be right back. I have a burning question. Oh. Yeah, okay, so this uh, slightly topic off topic. There is a meme that has gone around for maybe a, at least I've been aware of it for a couple of years now <clears throat> where it shows how would dogs wear pants? Oh. Have you seen this? So like I've seen this. Do they so do they wear like look it up. Like so you could do a search how would dogs wear pants and it either goes like around their belly and it only covers their legs. Their like bo- their back, their back legs. legs or yeah. it goes across their chest back to underneath their tail and it covers all four legs. So what would your opinion be as a clothing designer for dogs on how they should wear pants? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, the reason why they're wearing it, a lot of the dogs are wearing them for practical reasons. Like for, for female dogs, they're wearing them for that time in the month. I know it, you know, that's what's going on. They're wearing like a cover to their diaper So that's what I'm noticing that that market is huge, like fashionable items that, you know, for, for female dogs, but as far as pants, I mean, I, I haven't done them yet, but I have thought about doing the two piece set, like maybe like a vest with a pair of pants. I thought that would be really cool. Like in a denim or like, kind of like a, an eighties, like, you know, like parachute pant kind of, you know, maybe incorporate that mesh tank top. Yes. With the mesh tank. With some yes. like, you know, distressed jeans. Yes, that's exactly. I just picked up some distressed. Um, <laughs> just yes, for, I'm all for it. The Michael Jackson's also, bad video. You know, what's really funny. I also just got asked to do bathing suits. So Very that's, cute. yeah, I'm going to do some really cool bathing suits for the summer. So basically what you're saying is if if it's fashion, then they wear them like pants, like people wear pants. Not yeah. like, not like practical pants, like a dog. Cause they make those, no. I think they're like, they think they're like rain pants where they <laughs> right. literally, they like cover their like real pants would cover your whole underside. Cause our pants cover our whole under, I'm gesturing <laughs> at my crotch right now. And I don't know why, but I'll stop. But um, for the dogs, it like covers everything and it does all four legs. Wait, are you talking about a onesie? Like a like almost like a onesie? They're, but they're just pants, so their back is exposed. Which then begs the question, what would the, what would the jacket to that look like, Jason? Pretty much a cape. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I could see how it would prevent snowballs. Oh, right. Which we've learned about. Which we've learned about, like bottom pants. But yeah, I mean, see, this is why I just buy onesies and, and doggy track suits, because then I don't need yes. to debate how the pants should. It's all one piece. Everything's yeah, Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So what is so what does the future look like right now for for Maxine and everything that you're growing with? What like what do you anticipate you're you're going towards or you're excited about any partnerships that you've kind of started dipping into and doing some fun stuff? 
Yeah. I mean, we're definitely looking at doing like collabs, you know, like we're very open to that, like with either other designers, other stores, or possibly we're looking into doing like a treat collection, you know, like a special Maxine treat because she's allergic to a lot of different things. So it's very hard for her to find a treat that she loves um, that she, you know, doesn't get sick or have an allergy attack. Um, but I'm also going to be going into like harnesses, you know, like harnesses and leashes is definitely the future for sure. And we also have, we just started our um, carry bag for the airport. So I think we're going to be expanding on that. And then we're just going to continue with what's been working, like our dresses, our hoodies, our jackets. Those are like our best sellers. Um, I'm also going to be working on a really cool bag to carry, you know, the, the dog bags in and like your mm -hmm. sanitizer. Like something cool like that, like that you can carry with you, almost like a little purse. And everything's going to be like a matching, like, like set. Like you could just go out and just be full fashionista as you're, as you're like, like I can just see the little poop bag carrier with all the pink fluff around it and the leash, yes. like all of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm going a hundred percent for it just because it's like what I love and it's like how I dress. So I think people are starting to embrace the idea. And listen, it's taken some time. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been doing this for a minute. But now people are really starting to embrace the whole like matching concept. Like definitely what's been really big has been the pajamas. So I think we'll definitely do the pajamas in the winter, like the matching pajama sets. Now, are most um, of your clients there in New York City or are they kind of spread out all over the place? They're spread out. Yeah, for sure. We've, um, it's all been like a word of mouth business, but we're definitely selling throughout the country. Um, and we're definitely looking to sell throughout the world. You know, that's going to be on point for definitely coming soon. <laughs> Start selling the rest of the world, the line. <laughs> that's super cool. She's just like passing out. She's super comfortable. Yeah. And um, I love that you're uh, color coordinating right. there. I saw that. <laughs> For any of our listeners who are just listening and not watching us on YouTube, you're being robbed of an experience because <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Maxine and Janelle look edgy. AF. Are there any materials that they don't like? Like, I mean, she's exceptionally comfortable there in the, the fluffy yes. pink vet. Like, what is, is there something that they don't love? Um, I think the, for me, it's the synthetic fibers. So my whole collection is eco-friendly and organic and hyperallergenic. So like the reason why she loves this so much is because like inside is like a modile rayon cotton spandex, which is like created from trees, a tree pulp. So it's so comfortable and she's actually breathable, but she's still wearing fur, you know? So it's mm. crazy, right? Like, that's always been my concept that like, they need to have that kind of material on their skin so that the dog can breathe. Yeah. But when it's like something that's synthetic or has like, you know, weird dyes, like that can affect the skin of the dog and you could start seeing like a rash. So. Gotcha. So you wouldn't <laughs> want to put him in actual leather per se. It doesn't breathe enough. No. And you know, what's really funny. Like they attack leather. Like it's very bizarre. Like my dogs, like if I have a goose pillow, they will attack the goose pillow. So mm -hmm. I can't even get my goose comforter. Goose pillows are gone. So isn't that funny? Like they start to chew on it. Yeah, they can, I think they can, I'm sure they can smell it. I mean, it's just a, a natural response for them. Yeah, so I haven't really done the real materials. No, not at all. <laughs> That's not gonna work. <laughs> and then you mentioned you're getting into larger breeds now. So you just had your first 55 pound. Um, yeah. 
Like, do you anticipate eventually doing something for Great Danes and Mastiffs that are pushing into the hundred? The like giant I, breeds? Like, I think I met a, a Great Dane that was close to 200 pounds once. And I know yeah, they're bigger I dogs used to, I used to walk a Dane named Bentley, who was almost the size of a Bentley. He was 180 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I mean, if there's a demand, I'll go for it, right? I haven't had anyone ask me yet, but I have had a lot of pit bulls ask me. Yeah. That's been a huge one for me. So that's an easy transition because I'm coming from English Bulldogs, right? So it's a very easy tra- tra- transition right into a pit bull. Yeah, so the same kind of body style. Yeah, they're in the same bloodline, same family member. So it's just like, I'm going to definitely do the pit bulls for the fall, maybe the Rottweiler. I want to do some really cool fierce dogs, you know? That'll be fun. <laughs> I imagine that's got to be like, I'm trying to think through it and I, I don't want to be like offensive to our human listeners, but are there more unique body shapes? Like, like help me out on this. I'm just thinking through it. Are there more unique body shapes for dogs than there would be people? Like, I guess, I mean, if you're yeah. thinking about all the different breeds and then every breed has its unique body shape within itself. Like, I mean, pit bulls alone, like you, like I mean, you've got the huskier pit bulls and the thinner pit bulls. So like, in my mind, it's a more unique body shape just to talk about dogs as a whole, as opposed to people. But maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? No, no, I agree with you hundred percent. There's so many different breeds and so many different shapes. So, I mean, I'm just kind of like evolving organically wherever the brand takes me. Um, you know, so I'm making up chihuahuas up to like pit bull right now. But I mean, if I get the demand, I haven't really had like a husky or a great day yet. So We'll and do you do, do you do custom orders? Like if somebody called and just said, Hey, you want it? Yes. Like, I need something like this. You would do a custom. Yes. A hundred percent. I love doing custom. It's so much fun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you tell a Maxine. You say we are busy. <laughs> Sorry. They were buzzing me. I don't know why for my intercom system. Oops. <laughs> oh, we All hear good. like, I think I'm the only one that hasn't had their dogs kind of barge in so far yet today. Uh, today, yes. Yeah, today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the dogish podcast. I think it would almost be inappropriate if you didn't hear dog noises. Like, yep. are they dog parents? What is this? You know. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think this is a good place for us to take a quick break, and okay. then uh, we'll come right back. Okay, so wait a second. <laughs> you have a 40-pound Frenchie? I do. Okay, I, so what, which edgy pieces is he sporting? Oh, my God. Actually, I have him in the camouflage hoodie with, like, the big fur, so he looks like a lion. I love Amazing. that. So is he, is he part of why you were inspired to, like, go into larger breeds? Because you're like, hold yeah. on a second. Okay. Yeah, 100%, because I was like... Well, actually, I had a lot of demands for English Bulldogs. You know, that's where it all began. But when I when I have him, it was like, perfect. He wears the one X, you know, he's a big boy. So, I mean, it's hard to find things. That's why I'm actually going into the harnesses because okay. of him. I cannot find harnesses. I mean, you want to believe what happened the other day? My harness actually broke in a street of New York City. I mean, that Oof. is scary. That's terrible. Scary. And he's strong. I mean, like this guy, when he pulls, oh, my God. It's sometimes I can't even handle him. Like he's that powerful. This his pull. 
So like whatever I'm going to design, he's going to be my tester. Like he's definitely got to test the the new design out. Interesting. The so other thing. Okay, go oh. ahead. Hmm? I'm, yeah, so <laughs> you brought up like sizing and stuff. And I've found that when I'm buying stuff for my dogs, so I, um, so I've got a pug mix and he's uh, a big, a larger pug. He's not like just a fluffier pug. He's a, he's just a bigger frame. Well, you remember him, uh, Sylvia. He's not. Yeah, I know Max. And, and trying Maxine's to, boyfriend. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to find size, like sizes never make sense to me at all when picking out anything. Like, like we bought them Christmas sweaters last and and when I put Max's on him, you could tell within like minutes it was he was laboring. Like he was like, No, you gotta get this sweater off. I can't breathe. <laughs> It was like no. a muscle tee. Yeah, it was not a sweater. And so, like in in my world, Max is a like he's a small dog, but we should have bought him a large sweater. And so then, same like Brownies didn't even fit, and that was like we had bought her a large, and Brownies a forty pound, you know, mix. So like I don't even like it's just the the sizing is just so all over the place. Um, and maybe like, obviously you can't answer for every clothing designer out there that's doing something, but like on your clothing design, what size is Maxine? Maxine is actually a medium large in Frenchie. Okay. So I have Frenchie size and then I have regular size. So it gets, ah. yeah, the Frenchie size is definitely a lot bigger for the chest. It's more comfortable. Like you said, it's more breathable. Like, because you don't want to have anyone like, you know, suffocating. <laughs> but right. see, to me now, like that makes sense to have like two size guides because the, her frame is different. It's I mean, also, Jason, like, welcome to buying women's clothing. Like, <laughs> clearly said like a man. He's like, I don't understand sizing. A large should be a large. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Welcome to online shopping. My life. Um, but it's hard. It's hard, uh, but I think that that makes so much more sense to just be able to say like, cause like the bullies do have a really specific body type, you know, it's like a, it's a, it's a, just a bigger, they're much more spread out. You know, they got big shoulders. Mm -hmm. They're very muscular, right? She's like, there's a package outside. <laughs> I know you see She's her fully her aware now. She's like, there is something at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting. You see her? She's like, <laughs> she like went from totally knocked out to stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yeah. So, okay. very smart. <laughs> so, um, and I don't think you told us your other dog's name yet. Oh, his name is Nico. Okay. So, sorry, Nico. You've just been completely left out of the podcast until <laughs> this moment. Um, he's in another apartment in case no one heard that. But um, <laughs> so Nico is what's really kind of expanding your brand organically. And I think this is what's really cool about a lot of the, the pet product parents that we interview, because mm -hmm. everyone that we've really had on the podcast is like a dog mom or a dog dad first. And then they're, their product is a result of sort of that happening. You're in a very unique position, Janelle, because like you were a fashion designer, then a dog mom, then a dog fashion designer. Um, yeah. But I think what's interesting is like your lines 
or what I'm hearing is they're expanding because you're having a need that's not being met by the market. hundred percent. I mean, so, for both things. Yeah. For the, for the female and, and the male line and for the dog line, I feel like they're not being met for me as well. Like if I was able right. to find all these things, I would have never done a line. I'll be honest with you, you right. know, and those kind of people who like don't want to wear the same brand as everyone else. Cause I am a designer. So I actually seek out like unknown designers. You know what I mean? Like I like to be like the first one to wear something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been like uh, someone that wanted to take a chance in fashion. So, you know, being a designer, that's what you're doing. You're always like setting the bar high and you're like doing things that no one else is doing. So um, it's, it's a challenge, but I love it. You know, every season we're always creating something new, new technology, new innovation, new fabrics. So we're always yeah. I think that's probably the most interesting thing that I've learned today with you is like how much you actually think about the fabrics that you're putting on your dog. And again, this is because you have a Frenchie and for anyone to all of our listeners out there who are Frenchie parents, I've sat a lot of Frenchies in my career. I have lots of Frenchie babies in my life that are my niece, <laughs> my niece and nephew doggos. And they do, they are very sensitive. Their skin is very sensitive. A lot of them have like eye problems, mm-hmm. breathing problems, skin problems, stomach problems. So yeah, I think that like you're literally innovating healthy fashion for dogs based in need. And like, that's not something I think about when I'm like buying a sweatshirt for my dog. I'm not like, what is this made of? I think about it when I'm buying them a toy, like what chemicals are in this toy, but I don't think about that for clothes. So, I mean, talk to us a little bit more about that. Like, what is your standard when you're making, when you're choosing fabrics? I mean, definitely everything has to be Okiotech certified, which is like a certification, a global certification and make sure that like all the chemicals are not harming the earth and not harming the human or the animal or or the child, you know, it has to adhere to these guidelines. And a lot of times when you buy something, it might not have a certification, right? So like, you don't really know what you're getting. And then it's like, to me, it's that anxiety of like, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Because before Mm -hmm. this, I had a children's wear mine. So I, I, you know, I realized it's very important to know like what you're putting on your skin. You know, because it is, you are absorbing it into your bloodstream. People don't realize that's the same with makeup. Um, you have to be very careful to what you are putting on your body. So that's kind of like, it started with my Finari line. My Finari line is eco-friendly as well. And then I realized having the Frenchie, how important this was, you know? Cause I, I mean, I was so excited when people would like email me and say, thank you for this dog hoodie because my dog was having a rash and then I put the hoodie on and now my dog's rash went away. You know, so, you know what I mean? Like, I'm knowing that the materials are actually like helping the animals, like makes me feel like so good about what I'm doing. And what's the name of that certification? It's the first I've heard of that one. Um, Okiotax. It's like, a, it's a global certification that like when you buy something, it has that certification, meaning that it's not um, hurting the earth or hurting. And know? is that like on the product tag that people can see or anything like that? Um, I actually, no, I haven't put it on my tags. Maybe I should. I just put that, you know, vegan, eco-friendly, things like that. Cause those are more like keywords that, right, you know, sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. if I say Okio tags, that's something like Garmentos talk about, you know, that's right. not really something that the, the average consumer on the street would know what that means. Um, well, but now they will. 
Right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm fascinated about that. There's, there are certifications out there that are basically saying this is, this is better for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we ask when we get the materials, like our Sapima cotton is made in California. It's the same thing. It's a certified factory. The dyes, you know what I mean? Are all organic. So like, these are things like that take longer to produce, but like, to me, it's like important. Right. I mean, like I, I also have allergies myself. So like, I need to have these materials on my body. So it always goes back to like the designer kind of is like experiencing something. So like, that's where it all begins between the designer and the dog. Like we both need these things. <laughs> so that's well, and I, think I, I commend you for making a stand and, you know, I'm, I love talking to people who are innovating like you to create products that are not only expanding the relationship that we have with our dogs, but also like expanding the relationship that we have with our earth and the understanding yeah. we have that like as consumers, what we buy does matter. So yeah. 100%. thank you and for taking giving care people of all those options. Us. That's very cool. It's very cool. Okay. No, well. I, I have to explain to you guys, thanks for bringing this up because it's mm. the reason why it was so expensive. I think it's when people get like that shocking, you know, price tag freak out moment. It's, you know, I have to explain like why it is expensive. You know what I mean? Because it it's does not just fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just that. It's fabulous. And it's good for your dog, your, and, and the earth that, you know, we live on. So that is very cool. I was I actually more to... surprised at how affordable it sounded. Yeah. Given every, all the precautions that you're taking. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like we're, we're pricing it to a point where we feel like people can afford as well. It probably should be more expensive, but I mean, we are doing it so that people can afford it, you know, because like when we first started, we were more expensive, you know, like my custom pieces do go up to four or $500, um, you know, and not everybody can afford that. Right. So, um, you know, we ended up coming up with a price point that we felt like when we start producing more, we can bring the price point down for everyone. So like our jackets go from anywhere from like 80, no, 79 to like 139. Um, yeah. Amazing. I love that. All right. Well, unfortunately, okay. this is the end. We've, okay. we've, we've done it. Um, we do end our show in a very special way. So. Um, oh, I'm excited for this one. <clears throat> we have a, we have a treat for you ladies, Jason, if you, yep. if you will. <clears throat> Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, so. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, so I went to the, went to the zoo yesterday. Did you guys know that? Yeah. So I went to the zoo yesterday mm-hmm. and okay. they, they only had one dog. It was a real shit zoo. <laughs> oh my God. That one was actually really great. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel though like at that point because there's cursing it definitely can't pass as a dog joke a dad joke but for sure dog dads they could be edgy i feel like that was i hey, that was adequately what's wrong with shih tzus <laughs> that one really tickled me thank you jason not a problem <laughs> Well, Janelle, thank you for sitting through our dog dad joke and for having <laughs> spent your time with us this morning. Hey, what do you, uh, tell us about all your uh, Instagram accounts and handles oh, so that all of, our, so all of our followers can go check them out. 
Oh, great. Yes. So for Maxine, it's Maxine Avenue NYC. That's our Instagram and our Facebook. And our website is the same thing, MaxineAvenueNYC.com. Perfect. Amazing. Perfect, perfect. Go check it out. I will be buying things rapidly. Great. Oh, wait, one more thing. We do have a code. So if you've never bought from us before, we do have a special code, like a 20% off your entire order. So it's Maxine20, Maxine20. Amazing. And we will put that in the show notes. Super cool. Go buy. All right. Thanks so much, Janelle. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Just want to take a quick second to rethank our guest, Janelle Finari, for coming on and sharing her fashion expertise with us. Um, and also, like, educating all of us on, like, healthy clothing and fabrics for, cool. yeah, just something I honestly have never thought about. So I really appreciate that little tidbit. If you are not subscribed, what's wrong with you i'm just kidding hit that subscribe button because you're cool and you like hanging out with us as much as we like hanging out with you um anything that we mentioned in the show today can all be found in the show notes linked below and on our website doggishpodcast.com make sure you're checking out maxine avenue nyc on instagram super super cute do and it's fabulous as she described edgy fabulous it is all of that uh we can't wait to see you or hear you or talk with you next week with uh, our upcoming guests and um if there's a topic personality or guest that you would like to have on our show please let us know we are here to serve you we'll uh we'll be back next tuesday at one see you